The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today is an opportunity for you. Yes, an opportunity to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond? You know, I had an experience this week talking with a young girl in my practice and she did um she did a special class that involved marine biology and she was describing to me the um experience of a night dive and it truly brought home to me that ripple effect and I want to talk about that for just a moment she talked about going down to the bottom of a reef and they they were gathered in a semicircle kneeling on the sand and they turned their lights out. And it was perfectly dark. It was dark above them. It was dark in the sky. It was dark in the water. And she talked about being able to sense other people because when someone moves in the water, you feel the movement of the water. And that's the, a wonderful metaphor that I want you to think about. We don't notice it when someone walks by us and the currents of air move because it's so subtle. But her experience with the water really made her aware that when other people move, we are affected. So that's what I want you to think about today. When you move, when you think, when you speak, it carries a current or a force or an energy with it that affects every person around you. So no matter what it is, no matter how little it is, no matter how slight the thought or how brief the exchange, the verbal exchange with that person, it affects them. It makes a difference. So today, as I speak my words, pay attention. Stay conscious. Stay aware. You have created this world that you live in. So how can you change the things that you want to change? And how do you apply it to you? You see, I don't want you thinking about how to change other people. That's wasted energy on your part. 
What I want you thinking about is you, not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You can share information with other people, but they have the right to choose how they live and what they do. You can only change you, and you are the person that you are responsible for, whether it's change or just your daily activities, whatever it is you do. Do you see, when you accept ownership that you are a powerful being, you can truly make a difference by taking the action in the world that makes a difference and is important to you. When you create positive light, you attract positive light back into your world. And I know you're busy. We are all very, very busy. And I don't mind busy. I just want you focused. I want you aware and conscious of the world that you live in and the impact that you have on that world. So I don't want you distracted from the things that are important to you. Pay attention to those people in your life and be grateful for them. Pay attention to the exchanges, the interactions, even the little ones. And be appreciative to that person of how they have touched you today. So do you create sunshine wherever you are? Are you grateful for your world? I know I'm grateful for my world. This morning there are beautiful peach-colored roses on my dining room table. You know I've told you this story many times about the client who comes to see me. He's quite the gentleman, and he brings flowers to every member of his healthcare team. And today I am blessed because he brought me roses. And that started my day with a smile on my face and a gentle feeling of gratitude in my heart. Now this week, I've had some very incredible experiences. I kind of made a last-minute decision Friday night, Saturday morning, I don't know when, to walk a 5K. And so I went, I signed up, I registered, got my number, got my T-shirt. And it was the most magical experience. That two hours that I spent there was probably uh, just a divine gift, I think. You know, as we began, we were waiting and I was standing and talking with some other women and I noticed there was a rainbow in the sky. It was a little, there was a little after effect of a rain that we'd had the night before and still there was a bit of drizzle. And in the western sky, there was a rainbow. And I pointed it out. I didn't know what it meant. And right as we began the walk, or began the 5K, there was a second rainbow that appeared. At that time, I had been speaking with a woman. I'd never met her before. She had simply come up because that was where she regularly walked and signed up for the 5K. And we began to walk together. She was an incredible woman shared a powerful story, and shared details of her journey with me. And I felt myself shift into a place where I could vibrate whatever she needed that day. I was so uplifted and inspired 
And I was so aware that I had been blessed in that presence that she was to me. And as I came home from that, I was so grateful, not only for that experience, but I noticed that the effect of the physical walk had also shifted my inner balance, both physically and mentally. What a wonderful experience. What a wonderful reminder that when we take care of ourselves, when we do the right thing for our bodies, everything shifts within. And so I am grateful for that as well. Do you know this morning... I want to talk about your physical health. I want to talk about your healthy lifestyle. And if you are working on weight loss, this will apply to you as well. I want to talk about that healthy lifestyle in terms of your food plan. And the description that I used for this show was to cleanse or not to cleanse. And I want to talk about that whole concept of cleansing. So it's not just about eating right. But it's also about how do you help your body establish a balance? How do you help your body establish kind of a a healthy position again where it can create um, a powerful health? It can right some of the things that have gotten out of balance. So how do you do that? Well, a cleanse is one way to do that, and I'm not even going to, start out with defining a cleanse. I'll get to that later. But reasons why you would do a cleanse. Well, if you're a smoker, it's a given. If you drink alcohol, it's a given. You should be doing a cleanse at least twice a year if you ingest those kinds of poisons into your system. Yes, those are poisons. I'll say that flat out. If you do a lot of caffeine, that would be a reason to do a cleanse because your body kind of needs to settle that a little bit. A little bit of caffeine is not a bad thing. In fact, it's pretty healthy for um, the older brain. If you do a lot of saturated fats or a high-fat diet, if you eat a lot of fast food that is not um, made with the healthiest of ingredients, or if you get a lot of sugar in your diet, or if you've been somewhere where you you wouldn't ordinarily eat sugar, but you've been on a vacation or on some kind of an event, even you know a party or something where you had a lot of sugar, that might be a reason to do a cleanse. So any of those um, exposures, those are all toxins. Understand that. Those are all toxins. And so what a cleanse would do for you is help your liver catch up with the kinds of things that you've been asking it to do. You know, your liver has the job of eliminating all of those toxins. It works hard for you. Sometimes you have to be nice to your liver to give it a chance to catch up with the backlog. It's sort of like, you know, that feeling when you... um, when you get overwhelmed, you've got a lot of work or a lot of different projects and you sort of feel yourself kind of slipping behind and things are piling up. And sometimes what you want to do is say, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'm not letting anything else come in until I catch up with this work. And sometimes you adjust your schedule to do that. Well, you're doing the same thing for your body. You're adjusting your intake so that your liver can catch up with what it needs to do. Now, Other reasons to do a cleanse, if you have excess weight, especially if your weight is stuck, you've been on a weight loss plan and your 
you're kind of stuck. It's not, you're not going forward. You're, you're holding, you're maintaining, but you're really not losing weight, even though you're doing all of the things that have previously worked for you. Okay. So excess weight and water retention as a part of that excess weight. Now I'm not talking about water retention that can be explained by a heart condition, congestive heart failure or a vascular condition, something like, um, the, the vascular conditions in the legs that, that are sloppy veins, so to speak, that the blood doesn't get back. That, that happens to people who have spent their lifetime standing, not walking, but standing. Um, people who stand for a living often have what's called venous insufficiency. It's a condition where the, the valves of the veins, uh, get tired, they get worn out, and they don't work as effectively, and so they, People tend to get a little bit of excess swelling in their feet. If that happens, oftentimes that's not the same. That's not a toxin kind of thing. Now, that can be reduced, and there are things you can do nutritionally that will help that. But it won't completely go away. Other conditions um, in, in terms of excess weight, you know, that whole issue of bloating or sluggish bowels or constipation, all of that... Um, would be a reason to do a cleanse, especially if the gut isn't working effectively. You're going to struggle to lose weight because the gut isn't doing what it's supposed to do, and therefore it's not absorbing the water and the nutrients that your body needs. And if your body needs nutrients, if it's starving for nutrients, it's not going to let go of the fat because it's going to use that as a secondary system for energy. If you have fatigue, if you just feel like you're dragging or you don't sleep well, and I'm not talking about the fatigue that comes from not sleeping well. If you can explain your fatigue, then take care of the thing that is the cause of that. But if you just feel lethargic or apathetic um, and you just seem to be moving slower than your usual pace, that might be a reason to do a cleanse. Um, other things... Other reasons, a slow digestive process or a slow metabolism. We've kind of talked about that a little bit. And if you have discomfort, uh, joints, muscle discomfort, belly, gut discomfort, you know, where you just have a, a heavy feeling in your belly or your belly doesn't feel right, a heavy feeling in your muscles when you try to get things done or do things, and Poor stamina, I'm not talking about poor stamina that can be explained by the fact that you haven't been exercising. If you're deconditioned, then go back to exercising. But if you have just poor stamina, you used to have better stamina, you used to be able to do more, you used to be able to keep up with things, then maybe this is the time to do a cleanse. Muscle fatigue, joint inflammation, those are good reasons to do a cleanse. Now, there are reasons not to do a cleanse, and I want to be real clear about that as well. If you're pregnant, don't even dream about doing a cleanse. This is not the time. Your entire body is trying to provide nutrition for that baby. This is not the time to alter your food plan unless you want to make it healthier or cleaner, but this is not the time to be doing something that is cleansing. That baby needs all of that nutri nutrition that it can get. If you have any kind of medical condition, of course, you need to be talking with your physician or with whoever your healthcare team or providers are and make sure that a cleanse isn't going to be something that is counter, um, counterproductive for you or contraindicated for you. 
certain medications, except, especially the psychotropics, uh, people that have um, bipolar disorder, people some some forms of depression, and that would be a reason not to do a cleanse. We don't want to alter um, the the balance of those medications, and so you want to be very very careful about that. Um, there are psychological reasons not to do a cleanse. If it would make you crazy, don't do a cleanse. If it was too much focus on on the food and and um, the deprivation, don't do a cleanse. Don't do anything that upsets you more. Now, when do you do a cleanse? Well, you would do a cleanse, you know, as I said before, if you're ingesting toxins like smoking or um, alcohol, then twice a year, spring and fall is often the time that, that a cleanse is a part of just the, the routine of health. Um, you can also, like I said, if you get exposed to a bunch of stuff that you don't ordinarily get exposed to. You eat um, too many desserts or, you know, my body in particular, I I don't do well with dairy products, but on occasion I dance with dairy products just because eh, I'm human. And so, you know, if I get exposed to too much, I can feel it. You know, my muscles ache, they're tight, I get a little headachey. I know I've got a migraine coming on soon. That might be a time when a cleanse would be the right thing, just to help the body release the toxins to get rid of that overload um, that it really can't work through. Um, the hows of how to do a cleanse. Now, when we talk about a cleanse, let me just define that. A cleanse might be a dietary intervention or it might be a physical intervention. There are uh, foot bath types of um, interventions. There, Renovati has one. There's one called BioCleanse where you literally put your feet into a basin of water. There's a, um, a device that is put into the water that ionizes the water and it creates amazing yucky colors in there. After 30 minutes, you've got all kinds of very obvious toxins that have been released through the circulation of the blood going through the skin of your feet and drawing out that those toxins through your skin. Now you understand your skin is the largest cleansing organ that you have. So your skin is constantly filtering out toxins, waste products, bacteria. I mean, sweating is one of the best things that you can do to help your body stay ahead of the clean, the kinds of cleansing kinds of things that, that you need to get out of your system. And so your skin in that circulation of blood, those teeny tiny little capillaries, will, will release those toxins. So let me just um, stop here for a moment. We'll talk more about other methods of cleansing when we come back. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. This morning, I'm talking with you about your health, about how to improve your health and how to decide whether a cleanse of some type is the right thing for you to do, and also then how do you do it? What are the components of it? So we've talked about the reasons why you would or would not do a cleanse, um, and we started to talk about kind of the mechanical means of detoxing. So um, like I said, there are machines that can be used, and you can find practitioners who have them as a part of their office the things that they offer and that's one way to do it and that's a kind of a simple quick like I often do that as I said when um, when I've gotten exposed to too much dairy by choice I knew exactly what I was doing and I might say oh just I feel yucky or I feel really foggy that brain fog just makes me crazy Um, and so I might do that mechanical means of of cleansing and just be done if you want to do something that is a little bit longer and um, you might have already explored this yourself you know if you go on the internet and you put in you know dietary cleanse or just something about cleanse you can come up with some amazing uh, just a litany of all kinds of different products and there are you know three-day cleanses and seven-day cleanses and 21-day cleanses and there are all kinds of different products and different ingredients that have been manufactured together to create a cleansing product and many of them are simply laxatives um, in some form or another, the use of magnesium, the use of cascara, um, 
that they just simply, you know, get your gut going. And that is one concept about a cleanse is that uh, sometimes the purpose of a cleanse is to reestablish the health of the gut. Now I can tell you that's going to take more than three days. So, um, and usually requires um, somebody who has some knowledge and education about establishing uh, the appropriate flora on the inside of your gut and healing the lining of your gut. And there's, you know, there's lots of information out there about that if that's something that you need. But I like to refer you to a naturopath who would know how to manage that. If you choose to do a cleanse or even if you just kind of want to switch your lifestyle to being a little bit healthier, you know, there are kind of two or three foundation kinds of concepts that I want you to think about. The first is about water. I talk about water frequently. You hear my guests talk about water frequently. And that's the the basis. That's the foundation. You can't do anything. You cannot cleanse without adequate hydration. If you're, if the water isn't available, the cells can't release a waste product to the water. So the first concept is you've got to get enough water in your system. And that... You know, I'm not going to tell you not to drink your coffee or your soda or your whatever it else, your tea that you're drinking, but I am going to say that all of those things dehydrate you. And if you're going to get a cleanse, if you're going to effectively shift yourself to a healthier body state, then you have to get enough water in. What you might find is that if you get enough water in, you won't be drinking as many of those other acidic products. So... If the water is alkaline, all the better. You know, it's much easier for the water molecule to get through the cell wall into the cell itself if it's in an alkaline um, environment. So when you have those minerals infused in the water, of course, that water molecule slips into the cell wall much easier and can then uh, slip back out with the waste products in tow leaving behind the minerals that the cell needs. So if you think of it that way, that it's sort of like a delivery man that goes into the door, you know, can fit the package into the door, leave the package there, pick up the uh, package that needs to be removed and take it out. Very, very simple. The second component of a cleanse of of creating um, a, a healthy nutrition is to make sure that you have sufficient enzymes that you can actually digest the kinds of things that you're eating. Um, there's not much point in doing a cleanse if your body's not going to know what to do with all of those things. And ordinarily, we would say that, you know, we're going to shift you in a cleanse. We shift you to a lot of fruits and vegetables. And in theory, there should be good enzymes there. And there are some enzymes there. It's just the enzymes aren't as strong or as adequate um, these days as we used to because our soils that we plant in have been overused and undernourished. Um, and so unless you're growing your own and you know that you've been nourishing, um, your soil before you grow your food, then you kind of have to assume that your, your, um, foods themselves are not going to carry the level of enzymes that they might have. You also have to assume that as you age, your body does produce less 
enzymes, nutritional digestive enzymes. And so you might need to supplement that. You can supplement that with probiotics. Um, not, I'm not talking about supplements in terms of capsules or tablets or those kinds of things, but I am talking about fermented foods. So the foods that um, have a foundation of fermentation, that would be yogurt or kefir with live cultures. Do read your labels. Make sure it says live cultures. There is no point in eating any yogurt that has been pasteurized. The enzymes are dead. And so all that is is calories. It's not nutritional. It's not getting you the effect that you would eat yogurt for. So you want to make sure that it has live cultures. Any other fermented food, things like sauerkraut, kimchi, um, umbuku, uh, plums, every culture has fermented products. There are um, ways to ferment uh, vegetables. Pickles are fermented if they have been made in a fermentation way. Now, here's the problem. We go to the store and we buy a bottle or, yes, a, a bottle of sauerkraut, but it's been canned and the heat killed the beneficial enzymes. So, unless you can get raw fermented products, you're not getting those enzymes. So once again, we are kind of in that place of, hmm, you either make our own or we find someone who uses those ways without the processes, the the food preservation processes that kill off the beneficial probiotics, the beneficial bacteria. Um, or we have to take products that are intentionally giving us those probiotics and prebiotics. So it's something to consider that um, you might need to add enzymes into your into your routine. And then other components of a cleanse. Now we start to talk about nutrition. Almost always there is a component of fiber in a cleanse because what we're trying to do is we're trying to clean the gut. And so in order to clean the gut, we have to give the gut a lot of roughage, a lot of indigestible product that will simply kind of move through all of the small and large intestine and act sort of like a scrub brush, if you can think of that, cleaning up the stuff that clogs those cells, cleaning out that kind of the old mucusy stuff. And so you want to add a lot of fiber. Now, you can add that through the foods that you eat, eating a lot of vegetables, fibrous vegetables, um, that would help that um, that would be fiber, so to speak, things that, you know, th- that we're not supposed to digest. Or you can take a fiber product and many of the prepackaged cleanse um, approaches have some kind of fiber included as a part of, of their um, process. It doesn't really matter which way you do it. Either way is effective. Just I want you to understand the concept of why you do that. You're going to need protein, but you're going to want to do protein in a way that is easily digestible for you. Now, many um, many of the prepackaged systems, and yeah, there's one on my website too. Okay, um, and it's a great product. They they offer shakes, so you can find many of the um, 
the, the different companies, you know, that offer kind of a 21 day cleanse. And the, the concept in those 21 day cleanses almost always include that you do two protein shakes and a meal each day. And that's kind of your, uh, your meal plan. Sometimes they add in other, uh, snack kinds of things for in between those meals. But it's usually two shakes a day and a full meal. So the shakes usually are consisting of some kind of a protein powder. Most of them, but not all, use whey or a dairy base because that's digestible for most, for many people, not for most people, but for many people. Um, some of the nutritional shakes might use a combination of whey product, a whey protein, and some vegetable proteins. Um, if you're vegan, of course, there are wonderful uh, vegan proteins made out of green peas and other bean or legumes um, as the foundation for um, the protein. Uh, there are even out there some shakes made from hemp because hemp has a very high protein quality to it. And so the, the protein, the quality of the protein makes a difference um, when you're doing a cleanse. You want a protein that is relatively easy for you to digest, that doesn't put too much pressure on your liver, and you don't want tons of protein during a cleanse because the whole point here is to give your liver time to do other things. So um, there's there was a um, an approach that really minimized the protein, took the protein down to just, you know, barely there, um, an egg, um, the, the legumes, but not very many of them, um, and primarily focused on only the vegetables um, and fruits, really creating a, a system where the body didn't have to, the liver didn't have to do much in terms of protein, and that would work too. So the, the point here is that you're shifting from eating a lot of meat and a lot of fats to eating a lot of vegetables and some fruit. Now, why do I say that? I want a lot of vegetables in a cleanse because the vegetables, of course, very easy to digest, lots of fiber, lots of good nutrients, all the things that you're probably not getting if you're eating fast food. Um, and the vegetables, for the most part, are alkaline. So you're, you see it once again, we're in that discussion about alkalinity and acidity, the vegetables shift your body into being more alkaline, reducing the toxins, cleaning out the toxins that thrive in an acidic environment. So the nuts and seeds give you the healthy fats, the fats that you need, um, things like olives or olive oil, that, though it's a healthy fat. You can get really good healthy fat from an avocado, including that in there. The fruits, we want to minimize the fruits. The fruits are okay. It's not that you shouldn't have the fruits, but you want to minimize the fruits because of the sugars, because if you're doing a shake, you don't want to throw your your blood sugar so high that then it drops and you're hungry. So you do a little bit of fruit, you do a lot of vegetables, you do a little bit of the nuts and seeds that gives you a balance in that shake. You would do that shake a couple of times a day. 
different approaches time them differently. They might do one for breakfast and one for lunch or other approaches do one for breakfast, do the big meal in the middle of the day and then one in the evening. Um, I like to do shakes where you kind of split them up. Do half of it for breakfast and then mid-morning, if you tend to get hungry mid-morning, do the other half of that shake. So you're not getting more calories, you're simply getting a kind of the spread out of those calories over the morning, giving your body time to digest. The choice in that meal is always about, you know, a little bit of protein. And if you are a meat eater, that's fine. Think of the portion size for the meat as being no bigger than a deck of cards. You really don't need more than that during a cleanse. And then the rest of your plate is vegetables, healthy vegetables in whatever way. The things that usually get cut out that are eliminated during a cleanse, whether it's a a five-day, a seven-day, a 21-day, doesn't really matter. What gets cut out are the grains and the dairy products and some of the... um, some of the vegetable-based products, corn gets cut out. You don't want that high glycemic index. You don't want corn meal. Um, you don't. You just. You don't want the corn. So what what we're doing here is we're eliminating the grains, so we get the gluten out of the system, and we're also eliminating the grains because most people have struggle to digest the grains. The other thing, the other benefit that that does is it does reduce the number of calories that you ingest, calories that are only there for fuel. And if you're overweight, you're clearly not using as much fuel as you're ingesting. So when you eliminate those grains, you really effectively drop your calorie intake. Now, there's a reason to do that during a cleanse, but it's primarily about the digestion. You're again, you're giving your liver time to catch up and get rid of the excess fluid, the inflammation, those kinds of things that are causing that extra weight. If you're not exposing to things that are potential sensitivities, any food you crave is probably a sensitivity. If you're not exposing to that, then your body can keep up or catch up with the work that it needs to do. There are a couple of supplements that people use or combinations of foods that people use in a cleanse. Some people will do milk thistle. You shouldn't use milk thistle for more than 30 days. Again, that's kind of my opinion, and I'm not telling you to use milk thistle. But if you want to know about milk thistle, milk thistle does help liver function. Um, It in some way supports really healthy um, liver function. And so that is a product that some people use as they do a cleanse, especially if um, they do a lot of things, alcohol, other things that um, really stress the liver. Again, milk thistle is not meant to be taken all the time. It is a, a product that you use for short term and then you let go of it. Dandelion is uh, has diuretic properties and so it's useful to help eliminate excess fluid. Um, cranberry, uh, the cranberry lemon and vinegar combination in spring water is often used again to support the kidneys in flushing out excess fluid. So those are, that's kind of the, um, the foundation when we come back. Um, I want to talk a 
about some more about not only resetting the gut, but resetting your brain um, and the results of a cleanse. So you're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about your healthy body, and we're talking about ways that you can cleanse your body so it's even healthier. And, you know, I didn't, I guess I was a little remiss. I didn't talk about the food and your choice of food. Do you have to eat organic? Well, I would like you to. But, uh, here, and here's the reasons why. I, you know, you can choose not to. But why do you eat organic? Well, when possible, you should always choose organic over the standard conventional foods. If, you know, if they're available to you, take advantage of that. Why? Because at least you know that if it is organic, that it has not been inundated with pesticides. And these days, our pesticides are getting more and more lethal. The nicotinic, um, nicotinoid um, pesticides are the ones that they're sprayed on the seed. And as the seed grows, every single cell of that plant contains that pesticide within it. So it's not just that, you know, we used to just spray the pesticides on the leaves and we could scrub it off. Now, the pesticides, some of them are called systemic pesticides, and they literally grow within the plant itself. So there's no way for you to wash that off. There's no way for you not to ingest that because it's in the plant. So, And it doesn't matter whether it's the root or the leaf or the stem that you're eating. It's in every cell of that plant. Well, you're ingesting that poison into your system. Your body doesn't know what to do with that. 
And that's when illness is created from the food that you eat. So because there's not good regulation on our pesticides, because we're not well informed about what pesticide has been used on these products, um, you are safer and therefore healthier to choose organic or to choose a local grower where you can ask questions and ask how they treat their plants, how what seeds they use, um, and whether you know how whether they spray, whether they use pesticides. So you know, ask lots of questions in, at your local farmers market or your local farms where you might get food, and make sure that you are getting as clean food as you can possibly get in your area. And don't guilt yourself if you cannot, but do the best that you can, and that's worth the effort that you take. We were talking about um, supplements and, and things that support the body in releasing toxins and releasing fluids, and I realized as I took the break that I'm sipping my ginger and turmeric tea, and I should mention those are also herbs that um, are very, very useful, in, especially in releasing weight and inflammation, um, excess water. Ginger is a really great everything. I mean, it's an antiseptic. It's um, it's an antimicrobial. It is an anti-inflammatory. Um, I love to use ginger any time that someone says, eh, I got a little scratchy throat or I'm feeling a little under the weather. I think I might be coming down with something. I'm saying go get the ginger, drink the tea, chew the root, however you want to do it, but get some ginger into your system. It will be a useful thing. Turmeric is also has um, anti-inflammatory properties to it, and so it may help the body to release inflammation and um, release some of that kind of um, toxicity kind of feeling that you have when the muscles are kind of boggy. So, so those are things that you could do in addition um, to the other things we talked about, or as a part of whatever cleanse you put together. Why the different length in time? Well, you know, I always ask motivation. Like if somebody's doing a three-day cleanse, I have to ask, like, what is it you're really trying to do? Because I always get suspicious. It's my background, but I get suspicious and wonder if they're just trying to pass a drug test, in which case, skip it. A cleanse isn't going to help. But, you know, sometimes it is good enough to do a three-day if you just, you know, you were at a party or you were at – you know, a wedding or something where you got exposed to a whole bunch of stuff you don't ordinarily eat, you're feeling the effects of that, and you just need to write yourself, especially if um, what happens for many people is at some kind of a special event, um, even a, a vacation where you had too many desserts and you get exposed to a lot of sugar and then you come home and you think you're going to go right back on your really great healthy diet and what you discover is you're craving sugar and, you know, like scratching on the walls craving sugar. Well, that would be a reason to do a little three-day cleanse, to get that out of your system, just completely eliminate all the sugar, all the white flour, all the um, all the grains, and minimize the fruits during that three days. Do tons and tons and tons of vegetables, a little bit of protein, um, and reset the body. Um, let it clean out the effects of that. The, the cravings will be gone after three days. There won't be the sugar cravings anymore, and you'll be fine. And you'll be back to whatever your previous healthy eating was. 
Now, why would you do a longer cleanse? Why would you do a 21-day cleanse? Well, you do a 21-day cleanse for two reasons. You do that because you're resetting the gut. But I like it because you're also resetting the brain. You're teaching your brain to seek different foods. You're teaching your brain to be alert and to form new habits around your foods. And I especially like that because I don't think there's much point in doing a 21-day cleanse if you're going to go right back to your fast food and high fat high sugar diet uh, you know that's that, that that's the wrong philosophy i guess i was going to come up with an analogy but never mind it's a bad one so um if you if you're going to do a cleanse if you're going to go through, through the effort of doing a cleanse then that's your time to kind of think about so what am i going to continue to do that's healthy for me the other thing that um, a 21-day cleanse does is it helps you re-regulate your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are uh, kind of your uh, your stress glands. They're um, they sit on top of your kidneys. They send out all of your natural steroids. They um, release a little bit of the natural sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. They are the, the glands that are responsible for the adrenaline and the cortisol in your system. And, of course, adrenaline is your response to stress or to threat. And cortisol is the... Um, the hormone that is responsible to create the fuel that will um, will respond in a, a threatening or stressful situation. Oftentimes when we are burning the candle at both ends, we don't sleep enough, we run, 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 we never let ourselves get um, any rest or relaxation, we keep doing, keep doing, keep doing, we eat badly, we eat on the run, we don't eat appropriate foods it's our adrenal glands who are covering for that it's our adrenal glands that give us the energy to keep going in that way you know that's fine for a short term you should not be doing that long term your body wasn't designed to live that way adrenal glands are only supposed to be emergency backup they're not supposed to be your daily fuel source so in that 21 days we have to reteach the body when to turn on the adrenal regulators and when to turn them off and so one of the things that might occur in a 21-day cleanse is that because of the way you're eating um, with you know in the morning doing some form of protein either a shake or whatever but you're getting good healthy nutrition early in the day then your body says oh I have work to do and your body wakes up and at night the other component of a 21-day cleanse or any form of a cleanse is that you stop eating, that you stop at a certain hour of the day and you do not eat again until morning. And that teaches your body to turn off the adrenal hormones and to settle down. Sometimes people will use um, a tea or actually a supplement that has kind of a sedating effect or a calming effect. And that, again, teaches those adrenal glands to turn off, to quiet. And there's a good reason for that because if the, if the cortisol level keeps going into the night, you don't sleep well. 
you have this um, hamster wheel going on in your brain all night long. You wake up in the middle of the night and you start thinking and you can't shut it up and then you don't sleep and you're, you know, you're creating all kinds of wonderful things in the night and you wake up exhausted in the morning because your brain didn't turn off. That's cortisol. Your cortisol level didn't stop. So the hamster never got off the wheel. So in that 21-day cleanse, one of the things you're doing, again, is you're regulating those adrenal glands. You're saying to them, okay, stop, wake up in the morning, slow down at night, and the cortisol is supposed to raise up. The level of cortisol is supposed to you know, begin to climb in the morning, and it should hit a peak and then drop down. And by evening, of course, you should be kicking in with some melatonin, and that melatonin should spike at about 3 in the morning and then begin to drop off and until the time that you wake up. And so, you know, we're supposed to be in balance. That's what that 21 days would do. So that would be a reason to do a longer cleanse. Now, it takes a commitment, I will grant you. It's not something you can just do lightly. You have to think this through. You have to prepare for it. You have to get things out of the house that might... Um, might thwart you you know get the cookies get the sugar get the all the bread products get them out of the house give them away use them up throw them out however you want to get them out of the house but they can't be there because you want to be surrounded with only those healthy foods that you want for your body in this time of cleansing when that cleanse is over it is not that you go back to everything you used to eat. You begin to gradually, and if you'll pay attention, your body will tell you, you can gradually reintroduce more foods or not. You may find that, well, you may continue to live on one shake and that that worked for you or you know, that if you have a lot of weight to lose, you'll just stay on that past the 21 days. You'll stay on that until you get to wherever you're um, wanting to be in terms of your weight. If you're doing it simply for a cleanse, then you'll begin to think about, so what foods would I reintroduce? What what food categories? And you might put a little bit of grain back into your diet, but you would kind of test that and see which grains work best for your body you know rice works really well for my body but wheat is not so hot and so you know i would reintroduce a grain that is rice based but not something that is wheat based so you have to listen you have to pay attention to your body you have to notice what your body does well on and after a period of cleansing you'll be able to really notice when you're exposed to a food that it has an effect. And so that would be something to pay attention to. The thing, the concept I really want you to take home is in terms of when I said you stop eating, you need a 12-hour window for your body to get into the deeper cleansing and healing um, that it, it was designed to do. So, you know, you whatever time you eat breakfast in the morning, Back up 12 hours and stop eating at that point. Give your body time to go into its deep cleanse mode. That's the only way I can uh, describe it. It is a deep cleanse, sort of like when you have to do that deep cleanse on your printer. You know, you have to give your body time to get into the, the mechanisms that it's designed to do 
that will clean out toxins and really restore the health of your liver and your body overall. All right, so enough information. Take this out now. Figure out what it is you're going to do for yourself, how you're going to apply this for yourself, and how you're going to choose a healthier lifestyle today. Go out there today and you make it a great day because you deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. We'll be right back.